Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're continuing our examination in the book of Hebrews. We're in the 11th chapter. Remember, I told you this was a lengthy chapter. We'd be here for a while. <laughs> we have been. You know, we're chasing a couple things around here and there in the Old Testament related to what's being said in the 11th chapter. This 11th chapter, the great chapter about faith. By faith, the men of old uh, did the various things they did. They gained approvals, what it said in the second verse, by faith. And so we've looked at some things. Uh, we've looked at uh, how we start off from the very beginning. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what was seen was not made out of things which are visible. We saw that by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was taken up. We saw the things about by faith with Noah. And we started the last episode with by faith, Abraham in verse 8. And read through, I think, 8 through 19, just seeing what it says here in Hebrews about Abraham, uh, Sarah. And so I want to back up and just think for verse by verse by verse. Look what it says here in verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was received for an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. And you can go back in Genesis and see the account of this and what happened. But he was called by God. We talked about this in the last episode. He was called by God. He was obedient to what God said to do. It wasn't perfect obedience. Okay, He left. He did what God told him to do. The Lord told him to leave his family behind. And I'm sort of taking that to mean that he was supposed to do that, leave them all behind. Uh, he did not leave them all behind, and it wound up causing him some grief along the way. But he did go out, and he went in obedience, and he went to a place where God said he's going to receive an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. So what was that inheritance that he was going to receive? Well, God tells us in the Old Testament that it was this land, and it was also going to be, uh, later on he found out it was going to be uh, a progeny. It was going to be offspring that he's going to receive. He had no children at this time. So what did he do? He left, he went, and he didn't know where he was going. Well, how can you go somewhere when you don't know where you're going? Well, quite often we'll say when you take a step at a time, and that's absolutely true. Uh, but really, the life of faith is more than a step at a time. It's actually just picking up your foot. Picking up your foot to take the step, not knowing where it's going to land. If you take a step and you pick up your foot and you know where it's going to land, there's a degree of faith with it. But then, you know, if you know where the foot's going to land, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a minimal amount of faith. So he got up and he left. Verse 9 says this. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob fellow heirs of the same promise. So in 9, we see that it delineates again by faith. So verse 8, by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed. So by faith, Abraham obeyed. Verse 9, by faith, Abraham lived 
as an alien in the land of promise. So he was in the land that God said he was to receive as an inheritance, but he was a foreigner in that land. He lived as an alien, as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land. Well, if it was a foreign land, and if it was the promised land, if it was what God told me, how could you be an alien? It has a lot to do with attitude. It has a lot to do with understanding that who we are in the Lord. And he understood and was growing in this understanding of what God was doing and who he was in the Lord. Uh, each little point right here is really significant. He was dwelling in tents. See, he didn't go into the land and conquer the land. He went and dwelt in the land, and he dwelled in tents. He could pick up and move. He didn't build a big fancy house and set down roots and anchor. He didn't seek to build a city uh, and a series of cities, as was often the case in those days by the great men of old. Why was that? Well, he tells us in verse 10, For he was looking for the city which has foundation, whose architect and builder is God. So he was looking for a city. And, and this is a, when you see the totality of what it says about Abraham, what's going on with him. It's not like he was wandering around this land looking for the city that God was building that he never could find. No, what he was doing was he was living this life and this corporal existence in such a way as an alien, in the, even in the land of promise, because he knew there was something more. He knew there was something better. He knew there was something significant. And it was beyond this life. He was looking for the city which has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. So what city is that? Well, there's a couple of things. You know, we can actually point to this and say, I think he was looking for the new Jerusalem. Okay? The new heavens, the new earth, the new Jerusalem, which will come down from God that the Lord has been building. In other words, his eyes and his focus and his attention wasn't upon just the things of this life and the things of this earth. But he was focused upon the things of God to such a degree that he lived by faith as an alien in the land of the promise. He was in the promised land. Now, this goes back to verse 8 because it says that he would receive an inheritance. Well, what's that? Let's look at verses 11 and 12 real quick. We'll probably run out of time here. By faith, even Sarah, okay, Abraham's wife, herself receives ability to conceive even beyond the proper time of life since she considered him faithful who had promised. So Sarah was uh, old. Abraham was old, but Sarah was beyond childbearing age. But she received the ability to conceive. You notice this? By faith. By faith, even Sarah herself receives ability to conceive. You know, quite often we walk about in our lives barren, in many, many ways, because we do not live by faith. How did she receive this ability to conceive? By faith, because she considered him faithful who had promised. Remember her first reaction when she heard what was going to happen? She laughed, <laughs> and the angel of the Lord confronted her with that and said, why are you laughing? She said, oh, I didn't laugh, I didn't laugh. Yeah, you laugh, you laugh. He says, but you know, that's all right. I'm going to come back this time next year, and you're going to have a little boy. And they did, and they named him Isaac, which means laughter. And so you see that, you know, she just didn't know how to respond. She didn't believe and she sort of laughed about it. But then she considered it and she considered him faithful who has promised. She said, I'm going to believe that promise. And because of that, she received the ability to conceive. So verse 12, therefore, 
there was born even of one man, and of him as good as dead at that, as many descendants as the stars of heaven in number, and innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. And that stars and that sand picture right there, it's in capital letters here in the Bible, that's a quote from back in the Old Testament, and it goes to Genesis 12 and Genesis 15, where God made covenant with Abraham, and he promised him that he would have offspring. That he promised, and that his descendants would be many, 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 which they are. Now, just real quick, quite often people think, well, Isaac was the only son of Abraham. We'll get into this a little more later. He wasn't. Ishmael was born before Isaac, but Ishmael was through Hagar, Sarah's slave woman, right? Isaac was the child of the promise. That's what's significant. That is what's important. He's of the promise line. Abraham wound up having Ishmael. Ishmael had, had 12 sons. Um, Isaac had Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons. Uh, after Sarah died, uh, Abraham married one of his concubines named Keturah and had six more sons. And we don't even know how many daughters. So he had many, many more children. That's the reason that in the Middle East today, so many different people say we are children of Abraham. They are. But there's only one line that's actually from the promise. And that's significant. Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.